All right, let's do this. Kelly, uh, before every episode, I say the phrase, start the party, Dan, and you get to decide how I say that. Oh, she used... Oh, let's just go with Don Pardo asking directions. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, he's very, very nice, and he's from New York, and he wants to put on a good, uh, you know, show. Oh, I like he wants that. To, you know, he's in, like, Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. okay. Don Pardo asking directions. Oh, start the party, Dan. Oh, no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. Now I've got proof that you read it. That was good. It was because you, you had the inflection I, at the end, sort yeah, of. Yeah, I, I mean, I tried to. I was gesturing like I didn't know where I was. Yeah, but I feel like it was maybe hard to do it in came my voice. Through, I think it came through in your voice. Yeah. Do you think I've been doing this for like eighty episodes now? Yeah. Do you think I'm getting better at voice acting as these are going on, or worse? Mm, I. Mm, or it's just like the same. Well, I think you should maybe add it into the email at this point if we've been doing it for eighty episodes, right? Mm, but we're probably gonna have a new theme song at episode two hundred, and we're gonna change it. Oh yeah, that's true. So yeah, you know, okay. I new thought of a cute answer to it, and I can't remember it. So <laughs> that's that, okay. So I mean, no, that was that was good. Five. That yeah, was good. I like that. Yeah, I mean, because sometimes people, and I don't have a problem with this, but sometimes people will just be like, I don't know, do blank oh, accent, or you're sad, or something. Yeah, you yeah. know. So I, I like the ones, the specific ones. Yeah, are the good. specific ones are good. I'm just, I'm very bad at most of them. And it's early in the morning over here too, so we're we're kind of. I mean, I don't we're just care about up. that. But, okay, well, you know, I mean, Dan's awake. Yeah, Dan cares about it probably more than you. Yeah, and me. I'm pretty pissed off at you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Block Party. This is episode number 192. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us is a great guest. He is a, a writer and a podcast. Uh, he's a basketball writer, I should say. Uh, his substack is The Second Arrangement. His podcast is never too much. He's here with us today. It's Kelly Dwyer. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining us. This is a, this is a great time. Now... Uh, Stefan, why are we recording so early today? Because this is a little bit. Yeah, you know. I'd like to know. Well, oh, because I'm I'm going on a picnic this afternoon. Oh my For god, a picnic? <laughs> yeah, with your with Irene. Yeah. Okay. And my cousins are going to come out too. Oh, yeah. Like a family picnic. Like a little family picnic. Yeah. Oh my god, it's Where? nice out. Where are you picnicking? I think probably Trout Lake. Okay. Yeah. So Dan, you had to get up early this morning so Stefan could have a picnic. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of assumed that, and now, but now that I know for sure, I'm even more pissed off. Yeah. Do you want to come now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so is it better if you get in, if you go on the picnic? I guess then I have, have to, a reason to have yeah. to have woken up early. Kelly, when's the last time you went on a picnic? I've never been on a picnic. What? Never. I've eaten outside. I've eaten on a blanket. That's I, a, I, I couldn't call it a picnic. I can't call noshing on a on a blanket on a beach a picnic. Mm, oh, I guess because it's on the and beach. I can't, and I can't say like eating a sandwich on a park bench, you know, on a break sometime a picnic. Although I don't really think I've ever done that because I haven't had a job where I've had to do that. So <laughs> I'm just making up something that normal people do. <laughs> I think the beach one is close. I would say that's a, pi- uh, that's a picnic. No, but me. but I feel like to me a picnic has to take place on grass. It can't take place on sand? No, I think it what has to. What about on concrete? 
Uh, you can't do that on concrete. Okay, <laughs> but you know what I... Yeah. <laughs> good for you. But do you know, like, you know what I mean, though? Yeah. You don't think you could have a picnic on concrete? No, I think it has to be on grass. I don't know. I'm just thinking of a classic picnic. You have the basket, you have the blanket. Yeah. You're on grass. Are you have a, a basket today? We do. We yeah. You have a picnic. I even got a basket. That's oh why she, she wants to like go. For, and also, you can like drink in the park here now too, right? So, uh-huh. uh, so we got some wine. You I've know. always been able to do that. So well, she I bought know, one of those fancy like, picnic baskets. That's uh, not like super fancy. Does it have the like? Does it have like the dishes strapped into it? No, it has a. Okay. It has like a wine holder. Thing. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So you're so, gonna have some wine. I think so. Yeah, Kelly. Do you? So what do you think? I mean, you haven't been on a picnic, but do you think a picnic has to take place on grass? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And some form of slope, I would hope. Oh, okay. You know, some, nah, I'm, not, I'm not looking for, you know, even there's got to be bumps in the road here. Okay. okay. I'm not asking for ants. No one's asking for ants. No, and instead definitely of the line, I think you should. Yeah, you're going to get ants. Yeah. Uh, I think you should go full uh, Seinfeld and, and just bring a little martini shaker and some glasses out and just, you know, just fly in the face of those signs that have the anti- strike martini glass no drinking here and they choose the martini glass as their form of alcohol i think you should go with that instead of the wine okay that's not a bad idea i'm not a big martini every guy. time you go to a beach they don't they don't put a strike through a beer bottle yeah or a you know a, a, a tall boy they put it through a martini glass this is a seinfeld bit from 1980 whatever <laughs> yeah that's and a good point it's he made a lot of fair point. I didn't read sign language, but you know, you got the gist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's reasonable. Martinis. Could, uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do, you know, some, you know, wine, you got to stick your nose and you might as well, you know, shake a little vermouth in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Put the vermouth in the wine. Yeah. I'm not a yeah, martini. I, I'm not a martini guy. Maybe I am. You right? seem like you would be a martini guy. I'm going to be fully honest. Just, with you. just my vibe. Just your vibe. Your vibe is very martini. Is like, that good? Like if, if I went out with you and you were like, I'll have a martini, I wouldn't blink at that. Really? And, whereas there's other guys where I'd be like, really? You're a martini guy? Oh, Maybe I should become a martini guy. You could. Yeah, I'd be like this guy. I always get some martini. Yeah. Okay. My grandpa was a martini guy. Well, there you go. Yeah. He would drink uh, one martini a day. Like really? every day. Wow. Yeah. yeah. At That's like, at like five o'clock. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely, there is something. That's like an old guy movie. Yeah. There's right? something cool about that. Yeah. I'll, totally. I'll say. To, Both my grandpas did that. Except it was like 10 to 14. <laughs> then zero. Both of them zero. So, you know, good okay. for them. Yeah, that's good. My my grandpa, I think the reason he started was he he would always go, he was like an insurance guy. Okay. And he would always or he was like an actuary or but he would yeah. always go uh to like these conferences and everyone would be drinking a lot, right? But yeah. he didn't like to drink a lot and he he would get tired of people offering him drinks. So he just started drinking martinis because he hated them and he would sip on it very slowly. Right. And so people would stop offering him drinks because he would have a martini in his hand the, the whole, whole time. time. But then he loved them. So he forced himself to I love liked martinis. It. I liked it. Almost everybody's story with alcohol is just this like war of attrition. <laughs> it's just this like, it's like, it's like you're in one trench yeah. and some form of alcohol is in the other trench and you meet in no man's land for years. And then all of a sudden it's Christmas day and you just start playing soccer. Wow. The armistice gets signed. Everyone's so happy. It is so you weird. Armistice? Armistice. Yeah. I would say armistice. Okay. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> Uh, but that's the thing. I don't get like I've said this before, I believe, but yeah. I don't. I mean, as a non drinker, 
I, I, it's there. No one is ever like, yep. I had my first sip of beer and I was like, God damn, this is the, oh, yeah. uh, this is the elixir of the gods. I, I hated it. What a great taste. I, I, it was disgusting. Yeah. I think the first beer I had was like a Molson. Though, well, that right? doesn't so, probably help a wild cat or some shit like that. I, <laughs> I went to, uh, we went to the keg. 9.2% ice beer or something. <laughs> <You> guys. <laughs> we had a, we had a gift card to the keg. Kelly, do you know what the keg is? I've, I've no. Okay, it's it's that's okay. That's fine. It's a Canadian. I'm not up on the... Yeah, it's it's Canadian as you assumed, I think. It's a it's like a steakhouse chain. I guess I would compare it to like I'm trying to think what level like, It's really the problem everything is everything we have down here well, all well, over the place. Forever, I, I feel like ever. maybe like Ruth's Chris, maybe. No, no, oh, okay. no, 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 no. No. It's way below Ruth's Chris. Is it below? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, I didn't yeah. know how fancy Ruth's Chris no, was. No, no, yeah, it's not even close. Uh it's like well, it's not But it's not like close, but it's but, like above Outback or something, yeah. right? Like it's not like <clears> that level of It's above Outback. It's like a is daily grill in like a lot of cities. I feel like it's, there's a one in Seattle and I feel like there's one in LA and yeah. it's like kind of similar to that where it's like, or like, is it Morton's? Is that, that's, no, that's, that's way fancy. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. it's like, if you, it's like, if you just wanted to pay a middle price for a steak. So it's like, you, if you don't want to get a steak at like a hundred dollars, a true. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. If you don't want to go to like an Maybe actual steakhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to go to, um, you know, like a shitty, like you don't want to get a steak at TGI Fridays. Then you go to the keg. It's like, oh, I kind of, I want a steak. I don't want to pay $80 for it, but I also don't want to pay $20 but for I, it. But so I, I want it to sort of feel it. like a steakhouse, like a, like a high yes, end steakhouse. Exactly. It kind of does. It kind of does, but yeah, but not, the, the yeah. reason I brought that up is because, uh, the beer prices there were insane. Oh the, yeah. The, the Molson, I did not, I didn't get the Molson, but it was on the menu. It was like the same price as like the, the nice beers, like a nice, like IPA or pale ale was like nine bucks. Oh, it wasn't the same price, but the Molson was eight fifty. Who is getting the Molson at that point? It was insane. It's horrible. Yeah, I mean, you don't drink, but you wouldn't get the Molson. I wouldn't get the Molson. Kelly, would you get the Molson? I get the Molson. I'm in Canada. <laughs> I'm getting the Molson. Actually, I guess that's true. I feel like if you're visiting Canada, you would get the Molson. That makes the sense. The Molson, to me. or yeah, like Kelly, what to you is like an iconic, uh, like, have you been to Canada? Have you? I have not. Oh, I've never. been awfully close so many times, but right. I have not. Okay. So yeah. So like, what's an iconic, like if you were to be like, yeah, aside from Molson, like, oh yeah, I'm in Canada. I've got to have beer X. Is there like one that has permeated your consciousness as like a Canadian beer? Molson light. Yeah. Okay. Molson, yeah. Molson ice. Molson, <laughs> yep. uh, Molson brow. Molson uh, brow. Yeah. That's the no, German. I lager, just, yeah. All I can remember is, all I can remember is, is Molson and, and, you know, I, I I got I never really made it through Strange Brew. I, I got to be real with you guys. It's just you know it was on. It was broken up by commercials. By the time I saw it, you know, it was on USA or Comedy Channel at the time or something like that. So I never really got the full treatment. But yeah, just I go uh, give me a Molson and then I'd mumble something and then I'd fill in the blanks because they'd be like, in this province we only drink Molson Me. Yeah, <laughs> like that's- I, I have been in Australia. And I was informed to, uh, I was 19 no, I was 18 and I was told, no, I was 19. I was told to go, uh, to the, to the, to the barman, the barman's and order a, uh, Chewy's, what I thought was moo, uh, in the form of a cow or a, a cluster cord or something like that. And the bartender gave me two of them and I went back and I got, I got to hear the Chewy's moo. And all the Australians looked at me and said, it's Tui's new. It's Tui's new. I understand we can be inscrutable sometimes, <laughs> but we do not drink something called Tui's moo. 
And that was the least of the things they made fun of me for. Over there. But yeah, I just, I just asked whoever's at the table, Hey, what kind of Molson's? And you'd be like, yeah, go get a street Ulrich Molson's. And I'd buy that. And it'd be like the joke that you play in all the Americans that come up there. And then I'd take my licks and I'd come back with whatever. Do we have like a beer joke like that? I feel like we don't really, that feels more Australian to me. Yeah. I mean, I guess like the only, it's not a joke. Like if you're in Newfoundland, you'd have to have screech, screech which yeah. is like that disgusting, and you had to kiss the cod. Kiss the cod, yeah. yeah but I feel like screeched in or whatever. I mean, in BC at least, it's just. I just think the one thing I know, and this feels like it's go- it's fallen off. Yeah. But um, is just the like um, you know, oh, you're American. You'll probably only be able to handle two of our beers. Then you'll be fucking hammered. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Whereas, like, I feel like now kind of craft beer and all that stuff has sort of taken over where I don't feel like that feels as uniquely Canadian. Well, our beers are 5%, you little Yankee wuss. I would, I would say as well, like uh, I'm trying to like, if if we're going to do a bit and this is a bit that I've done to Canadians as well, but we have a beer called Pilsner. Uh, it's just called Pilsner and it has a very distinctive can. Yeah. Uh, it's like red and yellow and green and it has, there's a bunch of little rabbits uh, cause there's like a, there's yeah, it's a, like, a, it's like almost a, like an Oktoberfest. Yeah. There's, a, there's like a pastoral scene yeah. on the, on the can of beer. It's very pretty. Uh, and there's a bunch of rabbits yeah. throughout the, throughout the thing. And, and the joke that, um, my friend did to me and then I do to other people is, uh, they'll say, well, there's like, uh, there's like seven rabbits hidden around the can, but, uh, can you find the five elk? Uh, and then they'll look and they'll be like, it's not there. And then you point to where it says 5% elk on the. I mean, that's a good bit. That's wow. pretty solid. Yeah. Wow. Just silence. Yeah. Doesn't Concept. matter. Everyone in the podcast was 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 following right along. Yeah, yeah. They're all, they're all looking online for YouTube to some, you know, find some grandpa telling that story. <laughs> and now we know more about your beautiful country. Uh, Gotta get over there. Five out. If you want to learn more about uh, Canada. Actually, if this, we named our episodes, yeah. I would call this one Five Out. Of course. Yeah. If, if you want to learn more about Canada, Kelly, this is specifically... Uh, John's apartment complex. Um, <laughs> but someone someone crafting John's this apartment pool. What, how is this a Canadian's? If you want to learn more about Canada. Well, okay, no, this just happened. So we... You don't even know anything about no, this. No, that's why I, I know what Becca tweeted about it. But okay. Um, so, <laughs> Kelly, a couple years ago, someone shit in John's apartment uh, elevator. And it was a big mystery. And I mean, I saw it. And and producer Dan saw it. I mean, there was a lot of there's a lot of shit in the elevator and outside the elevator also. Dog. Yeah, we were deciding whether it was a dog poo or a human poo. I think it was a dog. I, yeah. I I'm 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 going with dog. But this one, what happened, John? Well, yeah, I guess just like people have been shitting in our pool. Enough, okay, but enough, how do you and how do you know that? Well, because they sent out a notice about it. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, uh, have they closed the pool down now? No, I think like the pool's o- to- I think the pool's opening again. I mean, to be clear, so I've lived in this building for about five years. It has a it has like a it has a small pool. And by, uh, by the way, Dan and I looked. At, so I I had never seen the pool before, like up close. And last weekend, Dan and I uh, walked down the stairs there. Oh, to, just to, just to check it out. To check it out, and yeah. it had a distinctly yellowish brown like tint to it. It's a it's not a good pool. Like, no, I would never I would never swim in it. I've lived here for five years. I've never been in it. I've I don't never even really gone near it. But there are definitely like kids and stuff. You can hear them during the Do day. You think it's a, you think a kid? Shit in I, the that's pool? my guess is yeah. that it's a kid. But yeah, we got we got just an email. And 
I do like the subject of the email was excrement found in the swimming pool. <laughs> so that's always a good start when you're getting old, an email. Old. Yeah. yeah, when you're getting an email starting with that pension grabber. <laughs> and then it's on the official like property management letterhead. Yeah. And it says since the swimming pool reopening in the complex, we have received multiple reports of excrement found in the pool. As a result of this unacceptable behavior, the caretaker and residents are massively inconvenienced while the pool is being cleaned and have chemicals added. This also increases the cost for all owners. So I guess, I mean, I don't own my place. I rent it. But yeah. like, if I owned and I was like, I'm paying because your kid's shitting in the pool, I'd be pissed. I'd be, I'd be pissed. Yeah. As a reminder, residents must exercise care and precaution when using the pool and comply with the rules stipulated in the strata rules and bylaws so all residents can enjoy the pool as intended. Now, I would love to see if there is just like a rule, like no shitting in the pool. Like you don't usually well, see that. That's usually no, no, sort of an unwritten but, rule. You don't. But a lot of times I've noticed this in the U.S., at least at hotels, they'll have the sign where it's where it says, if you have diarrhea, don't go in the pool. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is as close as you're going to get to don't shit in the pool. Right. Yeah. And do, now, do you think that's what happened here? Do you think it was diarrhea or do you think I have, it was I don't know. a log? It says the Strata Corporation may fine an owner or tenant a maximum of $200 for the contravention of the bylaw <laughs> and $50 for the contravention of the rules and or charged back the cost of remedying the contravention of the bylaws or rules. Further behaviors may result in the pool being closed prematurely this year. The situation is being monitored, but we also ask for residents' vigilance. Should you see anyone acting suspiciously, please do not hesitate to contact the undersigned. Which I do like that too. Yeah. Like I feel like I should email the pool man or the building manager and be like, "Look, there's five kids in the pool right now. I think at least one of them is going to shit in there. You might need to check." You know it what out. we should do after we're done recording this is send Dan around just to kind of skulk around the pool and see if anyone says anything. <laughs> that wouldn't be suspicious at all. <laughs> Dan's just smoking in front of the pool. <laughs> I think that, <clears throat> yeah, I'd like to believe that it was kids. Sure. And um, I think if it was kids, they would have said. They would have said, please make sure, because you can tell. I don't think so. Oh, you wait, can sorry, tell. Wait, that, no, no, no. I wasn't saying that. Okay. I'm, that's not what I was saying. I don't think so about. I just don't think it was adult. Like, I, sorry, I don't think they would specify in the notice. No, no, no. I think keep your kids from shitting, Kelly. I, no, I, that's. I think they would say that, right, Kelly? I'm taking a dive so as to uh, lead this conversation astray. <laughs> I, I sat through every Will Weldon episode where this this, this theme seemed to dominate each of them. So I'm just going to talk about sun-dried tomatoes until the eats are finished. We're recording with him right after this, too. That is so. actually very funny that you brought up Will Weldon of all the people. Yeah, Of all the people. Of all the people <laughs> who have been on this show. Of all the people on Earth. Give me, give me odds who is going to be next. You don't like uh, You don't like talking about poop, Kelly? Not especially, no. Okay, no. fair enough. Wow, so, yeah. me, so Kelly and I are the same. You know what? I'm going to respect uh, Kelly's wishes here, John. And we're, oh. we're going to move on from, oh, that's from nice. your discussion. You wanted to bring this up. Oh, someone shit in the apartment pool. I can't <laughs> wait to talk about it on the pod. That's all you've been like this week in the text. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, all I'm, that's all I'm constantly saying. Yeah. Yeah, please tell yeah. me more about the pooping in the pool. Yeah. Anyway, to put a button on it. It was in the email. It was in the email. I just think it's, to me, it would be very funny if you did somehow witness this happening. Yeah. And you were like, I'm going to email the pool manager and let's try to catch someone. I love the idea of that. And I love the idea of the building, the, the building person who's here every day, like running out to the pool and being yeah. like, that's it. You're, you're fined $250 yeah. or whatever. We saw that happen. 
So there's a bylaw and a rule? Anyway. Yeah, it okay. was very confusing. Yeah. I didn't really understand that part, but that's fine. The, honestly, that was one of the more legible notices that we've gotten. <laughs> a lot of the notices around here have severe grammatical errors. Yeah, I've noticed because you see them in the elevator. Yeah, it's not it's not great, really. Um, I'm going to this is something that I, I this is not about poop, uh, to be clear. I looked this up and this is something that can happen. But we took Kiki to the vet uh, and she had to be put under for for like some dental work right? because uh-huh. they have to put the cat under so the cat doesn't like flip out right yeah when you're like jesse told me that kiki was horrible at the vet no okay jesse's that's what i heard jesse's yeah. fucking he's a liar that's what everybody no, was Jess, saying jesse everyone was, was li- saying that kiki actually had one of the worst they, spe- vet they specifically wrote had. a little note at the end of the th- thing saying kiki was a delight she was very good and that's what they say when they're trying to get well, your money she was under the whole time so that's why she was a delight i think <laughs> but she came back and her meow is different now it's like like for like no it's not I've looked it up apparently it's not permanent but it is like noticeably it's like much like weaker <laughs> and like quieter and it's because it's something to do with when when they get put under it like affects their like vocal I, I don't know their meow box yeah so she's like she sounds like a different cat and it's like throwing me off huh. and she also has the thing because they do like the IV I guess too right uh-huh. um where they like shaved a patch of fur off her leg. Yeah. So she just has that little missing rectangular patch of it's it just looks she just looks so pathetic. Imagine right how good your life would be when yeah. this is like the only story you have after a week. Oh, my cat meows a little differently. Well, also someone shit in my friend's pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. At this point, it's team stories. Yeah. <laughs> when you've relied on, on it being a team for this long, how many episodes? It's team stories at this point. Yeah. It bleeds yeah. over. It shits over into real life. Yeah. That's true. It is 192. How is uh, you're moving right now, Kelly? How's your how's your move going? Uh, wonderfully. Wonderfully. <clears throat> I uh, was denied a trip to Kokomo because uh, I left my uh, temporary license uh, in which I look like Gene Simmons in the photo uh, in in our other car, and uh, uh, yeah, Coco Kokomo is where we are uh, renting our truck, the fabled town of Kokomo, which I made fun of for years and then moved right next to. So uh, that's that's the rest of my Sunday, and then uh, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna then manual labor after that. Lots of manual labor. So uh, okay, so just just ready to roll over. Here. This is like your break from from moving. I will I will say actually and Kelly I have to give you credit. I asked someone else to be a guest this week. Uh and that's not to say that we are not going to have you on at some point Kelly. But I asked someone else and they said I can't. I'm moving. Wow. And wow, then I coward. asked you Kelly and you said, "Well, I'm moving, but I'll make it work." Incredible. So I have to That's a lot of respect. I have to give you a, a applause for that because uh you didn't use that Here's as an ex- you didn't use that as an excuse, and also I just have to say you, you probably just res- straight up respect us more than oh, this, uh, this other person, which I hundred ninety two episodes. Will Weldon on a half dozen times. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> I've had, and I haven't bothered to look it up because I know exactly what it means, uh, and I'm and I'm sure our dream shakers and and weavers and 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 followers in the audience can probably tell us. Uh, I've had the same dream almost without fail about moving for the last three, four five years. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah. So it's it's not a very powerful dream. It's very mild, chill dream. It has several annoyances. There's like records I still have to box and things like that. But clearly I want, so what I'm, I've really, I've been through this is what I'm saying. I've already done this in my head over and over and over. So the next few hours are nothing. It will be as if in a dream that I don't want to look up because it'll be some unfulfilled something that I don't want to get into, but I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm I love that. I'm like, you're, you're, you're like a pro. You're like a pro athlete. You've been visualizing this move for years and now you're ready to execute. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Also, I stayed up playing video games until five the, the morning before, like, uh, like most pro athletes. That's okay. a joke about them. Not about me. See, <laughs> people need to know that they're pro athletes are on video games all the time. I haven't played a video game myself since 1991. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I feel like... I played video games last night. Yeah, I did too. Um, I, have you, I played Stray, the cat one. No, I don't. No? You're not going to play that? I feel I, like that Becca would play that probably. Becca will probably play it at some point. Um, did we ever figure out who the NHL player was who was addicted to Fortnite? It was Patrick Laine, wasn't it? All of them. Well, it is. That is true. All of them. No, but I thought it was like a player... I thought, wasn't there someone who... There was someone who's a prospect who... Oh, and people thought it was Oli Ulevi, but it and wasn't. Max Jones, people thought too. And was it Morgan Frost, maybe? Or, or I don't no, remember. It was, yeah. Anyway, um, I just remember there that was a report though that when Patrick Laine was struggling, yes, uh, with the Jets, someone found his like Fortnite account, and he had been playing it like an unbelievable amount, and people were just like, "Oh, this is why he sucks. He yeah. just is constantly playing video games." <laughs> Can I yeah. speak to half the audience who yeah. doesn't follow hockey? What if they've been making up fake names the entire time? <laughs> I mean, honestly, there are so many. I've, so you were showing some of your basketball cards earlier, and uh, I've gotten into hockey cards recently. And the problem with that is if you buy like a box of hockey cards, uh, there are so many. So the thing with basketball cards now is like generally there's like less rookies, right? Because there's less players in the league, right? So mm-hmm. your chance of getting like a few decent rookie cards is you know, fairly high with hockey. There are rookies where it's like, Oh, this guy's like 26 years old. He played (laughs) two games last year and now he's in Switzerland and And, you have a piece of his jersey and you have exactly, you have a congratulations. You have his autograph. You have a piece of his Jersey. Um, (laughs) so there's, yeah, it's, I mean, we, we may as well be making up some of these names for sure. Um, I mean, Patrick line is one of the better players in the league. So it's funny to me, when you when you say like a good player and people are yeah. like you're that you made that name up, Kelly. Can how many? Not to put you on the spot, but how many I hockey players play this game in every decade you can remember? And the answer is right now, uh, Patrick Kane. Okay, yeah. there's one. That's one. I'm just gonna name old Blackhawks and see if they're still around. Okay, which is okay. what I would have done in nineteen ninety nine. Chris Crawford, no uh, Corey Crawford, and he retired. Corey Crawford had injuries. Hosa. Yeah. Yep. He retired also. He was allergic to his equipment. And uh uh Flander Tymon. Yeah. Uh, Flander Tymon like actually him. is still playing. He's he's, he's crushing it. On the Flarbs. And uh <laughs> let's see, uh Tiki Ron Trierman. Yep. Good, oh good, yeah. Uh, Tiki's good top ringer. Yep. Tiki's good. And, Tiki's uh, been really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I liked him. Hosa. <laughs> no, that's yeah. why basketball superior. There's there's five to a side. So even when they're schlubs, they're like famous schlubs. You get a pack of random basketball cards, and it's these personalities that you kind of remember, even though they couldn't shoot with either hands. With baseball and, and hockey, it's just an endless array of, oh, uh, yeah, Mike Anderson didn't make it. 
But basketball, it's like, oh, I remember him. He played four games, but I know everything about the shirt that he wore to the draft. Well, also, like, with basketball, the the difference between contracts between the NBA and the NHL is so funny. Oh, where, man. where like, what, the highest played player in the NHL... Highest played? H- highest paid player in the NHL is, what, 13, 12 million? What is it? Uh, Yeah, I, it's McDavid, right? I don't think it's... Mc, is it McDavid? Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, 12, it's, 12, but it's like 12.5 million or something. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, a deep bench player in the NBA. Right, yeah. like it's it's insane. Uh, McDavid's uh, salary is fifteen, apparently, but that doesn't seem right. Okay, that seems too high. Yeah, Eric Carlson <laughs> is number two somehow. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the correct. Uh, this is the correct list. Okay. It's uh, McDavid at twelve point five. Yeah. Uh, Artemi Panarin at eleven point six. Okay. Austin Matthews at eleven points. Well. This is also how dumb the NHL is. Like Panarin got his contract after Matthews and wanted to make more than him. So Panarin <laughs> makes 11.642 million and the Matthews <laughs> makes 11.640 million. Are you serious? Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, Carlson's huh. 11.5, Dreisaitl 11.3, Doughty 11, Tavares I Dreisaitl 11. was eight something. Doughty, how did Doughty get in there? <laughs> uh, well, Doughty's is really funny, too, because he negotiated his own contract and did it really poorly. Yeah. So he couldn't, like, get traded or, and stuff. Like, yeah, it was very interesting. Wow. Yeah, but, like, with the NBA, I mean, I had the that, well, it's sort of, like, irrelevant now, but I had the tweet about how every year in the NBA, the best player in the league is traded. Yeah. And then... In the NHL, it's uh, Uris Scrastens from the Boise Ice Pigs. But there actually was the NBA-style trade this weekend in the NHL. In the NHL, yeah. Like two big stars. Two, that, two the, of the top 10 leading scorers yeah, in the league That's last the year. biggest trade in a long time I, I can remember. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Kelly, you should get back into, into hockey. Get into hockey, man. Yeah. No, no middle-aged man needs more sports in his life. <laughs> I guess that's true. I've already true. kept yeah. the video games at bay. Why must you assault me with more reasons to stay in front of a flickering screen? Yeah. I say no. I guess I have all these YouTube videos to watch. That's yeah. <laughs> I guess staying out of video games is is impressive. That is impressive. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's not impressive. Much... I didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's move this uh well t- tell them where they're moving kelly where he's moving in with his parents oh swell the whole family the whole family yeah <laughs> house like market that. as it is in we the first look court case comes up and so maybe we can move into a house because <laughs> not going to put you know not, not completely on the spots but someone may or may or not have died there but housing market such it is it is you got to roll with it that's true and sometimes that means rolling into your parents house while they're vacationing with your successful brother out in your belinda okay yeah yeah i mean i there. like that we've really hit on we're like 30 minutes in we've hit on really hey talk about poo which you don't like let's yeah. also dig into your personal financial <laughs> situation that's what we do with most of the guests actually we ask i them mean just you guys said i was rolling along but but no it's it's true the the, the average nba player could buy the rights to beyonce and jay-z's complete catalog with his <laughs> rookie deal but but yes hockey players do run or excuse me skate around a lot and yeah. they do not get paid a lot it is relative. definitely interesting to think of like if you if you are an nba player who plays 10 years in the NBA, even if you are like not a good, like you never start that whole 10 years, you are never a starter. Yeah. The amount of money more you would have than like a, 
equivalent NHL player. He's yes. kind of just like a fourth liner in and out of the lineup. That NHL player would have maybe $10 million. Maybe 10 And the NBA player would, would be have making 10 million. a year. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. And that's I should have got good at basketball, but instead I got good at hockey. And now look what happened. Well, I, we're going to get into it in the social media update, but... The, the guy on the on the new episode of the rehearsal this week saying that his dream was to play in the NBA and he's like 26 years old yeah. or whatever. Like, I, it's just it's incredible. Me, it's, too. Yeah. Kelly, have you been watching uh, the rehearsal yet? The, the Nathan Fielder HBO show? Oh, that's what that is. No, I have yeah. not. No, OK, not. you should. Uh, it's I, there's there's nothing else like it. I just don't know that I've ever seen a show. It's insane. I mean, Nathan, for you, obviously, was sort of similar some of the episodes, but this is like a whole other anyway, we'll, we'll get into it, but uh, yeah, apparently the NHL player who was addicted to Fortnite was Jacobs Borrell. Oh, okay. Well known for the, uh, well known for the, Oh, the, the Boston Bruins, the Boston having, Bruins three having three round picks first round picks in a row picks in and a row missing and on all missing of them on all three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they drafted, say it with me title and, <laughs> Yeah, like in, when in they the, drafted Jacobs Borrell, was it Zach Senishin? Zach Senishin and, and uh, Zach, uh, was it Trent Tarn- Frederick? Tarnican. No, Frederick was the end of the first round. Oh. Uh, who was the third guy? Was the third guy actually okay? Maybe Debrusque. Or Debrusque. So that he was the best guy out of all. Th- That's so funny though. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So there you go. Instead of they could have got Shillington, Connor, and Barzell. Yep. You're going to have Will Weldon on and talk about nothing but American chain restaurants instead of hockey players. <laughs> <laughs> completely mismatched. That's what we like to do. We like to really just kind of, uh, we like to zag. Well, we didn't figure out exactly what the keg was yet, did we? Oh, yeah. I've, I have, I've nary a, moder- a, 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 a prairie equivalent. I, I suppose we have a, a Texas Roadhouse. Okay. We have Carl's Roadhouse. We have the Nashville Roadhouse. <laughs> um, we have Tina and Jenny's Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> and we have Jenny's Tennessee Station Roadhouse. Okay. okay. Uh, which doesn't, that they're going on like the whole, you know, train track. But also the, the the I don't know it's 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 mixed transportation, but it works it works, and they got some sort of scampy deal. They got like a mushroom portobello for the guys that don't like the steak. Okay, you know, but uh, but it's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, we don't we're not really a roadhouse country. I've, do we have a- <laughs> like I guess Mon- Montana's is probably the closest to like a roadhouse type chain, or uh, is Kelsey's? Is that a yeah, st- yeah. kind of that's kind of like a roadhouse. Type yeah, too. do we have a TGI Fridays up here? We have um, we used to we have Apple. Applebee's. Do we? I feel like we have Applebee's. I don't think so. I think I saw an Applebee's in uh, in Victoria. There was an Applebee's there. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. I like that we're getting some a little guitar in the background here. That is oh, nice. sorry. No, I was no. just thinking of the solemn trip to Bellingham to visit the Applebee's every year by all the <laughs> Canadian families. I don't think there's an Applebee's in Canada, man. I swear to God there was. I don't think so. Oh, my God. Maybe there used to be. Hold I don't on. know. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. I went to UVic and Applebee's I'm Canada sure. home. Okay, but let's see. There's one in Niagara Falls, which makes sense. There's one in Winnipeg. <laughs> that also makes I, sense. There was. I swear to God, there was <clears throat> one in Victoria. It may not be there. There's anymore. one in Quants. There's one in. Yeah. Okay. There's a bunch in. Yeah. Okay. So there's like there's one Calgary, in Calgary, Bar- one in Barry, Brandon, Brandon, Manitoba, okay. one in, two in Winnipeg, and then a bunch in Ontario. Okay. So none in BC. It's odd that they haven't like the same way poutine didn't take it. Like, why isn't poutine hasn't been the most famous food in America since 1976? Like, I I never knew why it's not in every slopped out in every Burger King for the last four years. It should be. I mean, I, I feel. 
like, it's still you, American to just glom onto. And why isn't Applebee's up in Canada? I, I feel like in the Midwest, you could probably get decent poutine because they would have the cheese they have curds. The cheese curds. Yeah. That's the most but important they, but thing. But their thing in the Midwest is they do like they do like fried cheese curds. Right. So Which that's good. It's good, but yeah. it's not. It's I mean, not the same throw thing. Throw it on poutine. I'm going to put them on top of the poutine. I know. Yeah. Have Come you, on, you, you Wisconsinites. Have you, have you had like close to authentic poutine before with like the cheese no. curds? Oh. No, I've made my own okay. uh, with the kids, had some fun with it. Yeah. So I bought authentic cheese and, and did that. But no, I've never, I've never done the taco, you know, the food truck that has it or anything like that. Okay. Uh, you know, sobering up helped with that. The, 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 the instinct to have that at three in the morning is not, not, not there anymore. Yeah. No matter how, how stoned I get on weed, it's just, it's just not happening. And, and, and you know, it's, it's. It's a it's a shareable food that is no no it's just not happening. I'll make my own gravy. <laughs> it is the ultimate drunk food for sure because it does absorb a lot of the alcohol. Um, I can see that. So it, it's a lot of carbs, a lot of carbs. I mean, even if you go to like like a bad like even like a White Spot is not a bad uh, burger place necessarily like Triple O's and stuff, but their poutine's not great. But it's still right. like not horrible. You know what I mean? It, it yeah, has the cheese curds, really it has get, the gravy, it has the fries. You can't really get bad poutine here unless you go to a place that tries to like fancy it up or yes. some shit. Yeah. It's like, no, that's yeah. not, I don't want that. No, I don't want a bunch of... I don't want green onions on it. No. I don't want fucking bacon no, on it. I just, just want the cheese and the, yeah. and the gravy. And that's the only way they fuck it up. I, you went to the that is spot. good to hear that like the, there is no absolute baseline out there. That it's the same way. Like I, I in a way look at pizza the same way. That even the the slop down cafeteria food yeah. in your second grade, third grade pizza was. Uh, but that that warms me to hear that there is like a standard there that never get because the you know the first time that thing gets masked poutine gets put in KFC or Burger King oh. or something like that it's going to be be- way below well first of all you've ever had in, in Alberta they won't use cheese curds is the that's the big problem with America it's poutine. America yeah they do the we, yeah. people have told us they do like a they call it disco fries or whatever where they'll put like. Shredded, shredded cheese, cheese and they'll melt it, it and, and it's, it's not like, the fuck same off. Yeah. fuck off you man. were gonna ask i went to the you went to the white spot test kitchen yeah i've never been to uh te- they called it the research and development kitchen sure. uh for so white spot is a is like a restaurant like burger chain up here uh only Kelly. in bc only in bc uh i think there may be a, there, oh there's one in ontario there one there's one like in, some triple o's yeah and there might be one in alberta too yeah now, i think too anyway fantastic burgers yeah really just great burgers good burgers yeah the I I was very I didn't I forgot it was there. Our friend Maddie told us about it. Oh yeah. Uh, and then I got there and I was like, oh yeah, they they have this. Um, and it was great. I got the the spicy like fried chicken sandwich. Wonderful. Did they have regular stuff? They from did. The, okay. So they have. So you a, didn't have to do the R and D menu. It's interesting because they have the actual. They have like the sit down part of the restaurant. Uh, there's like a door into the sit down part of the restaurant, but then next to the door is like the food court setup as well. Okay. So you can order it for the food court too if you want. Um, and yeah, they have two separate menus. They have the menu with all the normal burgers and then all the, the new stuff. The new stuff was mostly chicken related is what they're trying right now. I think. Got it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a cool experience. I liked it. It was nice. Yeah. I'll have to check. And that food court is so nice too. In Brentwood. In Brentwood. I haven't been to the actual food court. It's very, it's very fancy. Very chic. Very chic. Love a chic food court. Speaking of chic food courts, let's move on to our social (laughs) media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. 
terrible tweets from verified greats. They bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social 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 media. Kelly, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Uh, my laptop died. <laughs> my phone is old, so I'm. I don't have any other social media but Facebook and the occasional Instagram post. So my, the, so I'm, I'm, I'm on Twitter on the browser, on okay. Chrome. Yeah, and I'm my phone is so old that I can't have the app on my phone. So I'm on the <laughs> Safari browser. Oh my on god! Twitter. Wow, this so, is OG shit. So I'm also an inveterate favor, harder, liker, whatever they call it. I just, I appreciate it when sports beat writers put in the work to tell me work. I appreciate when these amazing people give me free jokes every day that I get to laugh at. So I'm always hearting, hearting, hearting. And it's so hard. It's really hard on that safari. It's just (laughs) tough to do. And then you get to the browser and you're like, oh, isn't that delightful? Yes, I support that movement. Oh, I want to recognize and favor this. I want to endorse this. Yes. And let me move down to the next micro post and I get the space bar to move down because I'm a hundred years old and it removes the fave. It takes <laughs> the heart away. <laughs> so then I have to go back and find the tweet that I liked and then refave it. Now at this point, people think I'm trying to get their attention. They're like, I like this. I like this. I like, this. look, I'll take it away, but I like it again. It's very, it's, it's not enough to get me off Twitter. Obviously nothing is ever, 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 but that's, that's, that's my hiccup that, that, and the, you know, it helps me not think of the the fact that London is burning, but, but, you know, beyond that, it's, it's harder to heart. Yeah. I can imagine. I can't believe that you go back. I would just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I, like I gave it a like, but now I'm, I'm I, I would go back. I would, I would read. You would it. go back. I would re-like it for you guys are both better guys than yeah, me. I think I would I, just, re-like I would it. have no patience for that. Here's, here's the thing. Do you guys ever accidentally do the thing where you're looking at like a bad post that someone has shared and you accidentally like the bad uh, post Yeah. where you go to like scroll down and you accidentally hit the heart and you're just like, Oh fuck. And you, you unlike it quickly, but you know that some psycho got a notification from yeah. you. And yep. and from us, we have like the verified, like so they they're definitely gonna notice it. You know what I mean? So sad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if unliking it actually uh, takes the notification away or not. I don't know. Why That's don't I good. test it? I'll, te- I'll 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 like one of your posts right now, John. Okay, and then unlike it, and then and I'll we'll see it, if it shows we'll up in my if, likes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a good call. So I'll. You know what I do all the time? That's kind of like this is on Instagram. You know yeah. how it has that little bookmark. Like you can save people's posts or yes, whatever, I've, but it's right where you would be like scrolling. It's like right yeah. to the bottom. Do they get a right notification the, if you break I there. don't know, but I have accidentally clicked that bookmark like a hundred times. Okay. I never click it on purpose. I don't want to save anybody's photos. So I'm, It's fun to go look back at your bookmarks and see all the things you meant to either fave or send in a direct message to make fun of and <laughs> instead you bookmarked all of them. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm faving, John, I'm faving your post right now. Okay. And I'm going to unfave it immediately. Okay. Okay. So now we're seeing if I'm. I so have, now I'm going I, to check and go see check if it's your notifications. In my I just faved and unfaved. Okay. Let's see if it's in notifications. It is not. Wow. Which which one was it? It was the oh. Mortal Kombat one. Okay. So yeah, no, it does. <laughs> it looks nothing. like yeah, no, I got nothing. Now, now let's let's. I'm gonna fave it. Okay. okay. Oh no, it just showed up. It just so I just faved it now. Okay. So that. So showed now up. I'm gonna unfave it. Okay. Does it go away? Uh, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't reload to go away. But let me see if I refresh. If you refresh, is it there? 
It is there. It's still there. So, okay, interesting. I so, think it's because maybe because I was looking at it. Possibly. So I think it's like if my notifications are not open, yes. then it will take the like away. But if Intriguing. my notifications are open where it shows up. Do you know what I saw? This is, I, I mean, we're just like kind yeah, of, we're testing stuff out on Twitter. Did you guys see, this is from like two years ago, but I saw someone retweet it the other day. And it's a guy who figured out how to quote tweet his own post. Like the post that he was tweeting because he figured out how the Twitter like ID system works or whatever. And basically had like a one in a hundred chance of like guessing it. So he made this bot that would tweet out like the URL to the tweet every like minute or whatever. Uh, and it had so however many permutations, right. And he finally hit one and I, I, I can't find the post now, but it's insane because it, so it just looks like, a quote tweet that you can't see. It just looks like a, a URL to a tweet. And then you click on it and it brings you back to the same post like over and over oh, again. I so see. it's like a recursive thing. It was very cool, I thought. Oh, I And see. he wrote a whole blog post explaining how he did it. And I thought it was very interesting. But uh, yeah. yeah. It's, Twitter didn't feel like an MC Escher painting enough. Yeah. We wanted to add that different <laughs> dynamic and, and, and multiverse. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Let's get lost. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people were hoping that that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stefan, what's going on in your social media? Well, I, I brought this up earlier, but I've been watching uh, the rehearsal, Nathan Fielder's new HBO show. Uh-huh. Um, and if you don't know the concept of the show, uh, what it is, is, is Nathan, uh, helps real people rehearse like life events so they can like prepare for them, but he like makes it like as realistic as possible for them. And it's very insane. It's, it's wonderful television, but there was a guy on the show this week, uh, who is, and this is including Nathan for you easily top three craziest people they've had. Mm-hmm. I think on 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 both the shows his name was Robin. He was he is obsessed with like numerical coincidences uh-huh. that aren't really coincidences so he'll be like driving and he'll see like the odometers like it hits like 55 and be like oh 55 that's like that means like a great victory for me or something. Uh or he'll talk about seeing license plate numbers. Yeah. He's just talking about numbers nonstop. Uh Yeah, Becca told me that's a schizophrenia thing. It's I mean it's really he's not I'm going to get into some more stuff about him, but there's a, there's a scene where he goes back to his apartment with Nathan and is talking to his roommate and then gets into a huge, like he's, we've all encountered guys like this. He very much has the vibe of a guy who, if he's not into QAnon yet, he 100% will be into QAnon. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, he was driving around without a license plate. It can't on the back. be coincidence, guys. Can't be. This is too much. <laughs> He was driving around without a license plate on the back of his car and said it was fine. Um, He took a gigantic bong hit and was like going to drive. And Nathan was like, "Uh, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's there's a a lot more to it. But the the part that ties us into the social media update is that his brother uh, is on Twitter and was like posting about him. Yes. And (laughs) it's really funny because... Like if you, so he, he posted about him after the episode came out and he was basically like, oh, now everyone can see what well, a psycho my brother is. The best part was that he originally tweeted about yes. it 
at Christmas. So like eight yes. months ago, yeah. I guess he had either his brother had talked to his family or something like that. And it was literally on Christmas Day. Huh. He was like, just found out my brother got pranked by Nathan Fielder on a TV yeah. show. He, he said, I just learned that my brother was made a fool of on Nathan Fielder's new upcoming Ooh. show. And I've never been happier. Ooh. Which yeah. is great, and then and eight then, months in advance. Yeah, and he and Love. he said, "Sit with that one; it's light out for four hours a day, <laughs> brother." He said, "We don't talk because you can see he is insane, but I'll see what I can find out and text you uh, and text you about it." And that was to someone asking about for details. And he posted a, a screenshot of their text chain. And uh, so Robin uh, he said, Merry Christmas, brother. I will never hold a grudge. Love you and always will. And we'll continue to pray for you and your reconciliation back to your first love. Jesus loves you even when you turn your back on him and is waiting with open arms. Be well. And then like 50 weird emojis. And then his brother just replied and said, were you really pranked by Nathan Fielder? And Robin replied and said, I have no clue who that is. And then his brother sent him a picture of Nathan Fielder. Uh, and he was, and then he was also going around saying like, bragging to his family members like, yeah, I'm going to be on this new HBO show. Uh, this guy, he was calling Nathan Fielder, Nate Fielder, I think. <laughs> um, but then yes, his brother tweeted uh, when the episode came out for anyone who still had any doubt that my brother is a dangerous psycho, please watch season one, episode two of the rehearsal and see for yourself. Uh, and it's, it's just, and then one of the women on, on that episode uh, who uh, whose baby, because there were there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the new episode, but uh, <laughs> who on. who like gave her baby up for, quote unquote, adoption within the show was like, I'm I'm really glad he wasn't able to hold my baby like she was like really worried about it. She tweeted about that, too. But the one reply that is my absolute favorite. Um, and I think a lot of our listeners are familiar with him. Eric Rahill. Very, very funny guy on Twitter, does very funny um, videos, um, and, and he sort of plays a character where he's like this very spiritual, stupid guy kind of thing, and it's incredibly funny. And uh, Robin's brother replied to him back in December and said, your whole character is what my brother is actually like. Yikes. <laughs> so... Yeah, Ooh. I love it. It's uh, which is true. Yeah, he was. I very, mean, if you watch uh, the episode, it's yeah. He's very much one of those spiritual guys who is just yeah, fully everything crazy. is a sign from God. Well, he and found a tweet from his brother telling yeah. you, "Wow, yeah. holy cow, yeah, Ooh. And, yeah." And I, I think the other thing is like the the woman on the episode was like kind of a little crazy as well. Oh, you don't say, but. Robin was just like a thousand times crazier. Yeah. So anyway, it was, uh, it's a very good I mean, good that's episode. the thing. It's like, well, you have that blonde head, you know, that, that, that'll that's send a guy did, out I think. Or I always, <laughs> I always find it funny when people are tweeting like, oh, like, you know, the people on these Nathan Fielder shows are just wild. It's like, yeah, obviously no, no, like nor quote unquote normal person would do this well, show. I'll say the, the guy in the first episode was normal. He was just like a nerdy guy. Uh, I, I mean, he had some weird. He was. But, I mean, he was had. He was very socially awkward. Of course, but but I would say overall, just like that's like an average guy that you would maybe run into. Yeah, you know? yeah, maybe. Co okay, compared to episode two. Yes. Oh, compared to episode yes. two, absolutely. Yeah. No question. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Wild. John, what's going on in your social well, media? Well, I just I wanna I don't wanna put <laughs> I don't wanna put producer Dan on the spot here, but I okay. just I, this is not really my social media update because I well it's like a two pronger, but this is okay. my first prong. Dan, yesterday you tweeted, got pissed oh, on, yeah. don't even give a fuck. Do you can you yeah. can you clarify Dan, what, happened? Uh, what happened here? 
I don't remember posting that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't? Uh, you posted it at 9.45 p.m. last night. That's not that late. Got That's tissed on, not. don't even give a fuck. And the then started at noon, so. Okay, all right. You were watching, because it, it was in London, right? Yeah. And then someone replied, what was her name? You didn't reply to that. And then someone did the prayer hands emoji, and you didn't reply what to that What do you either. think maybe happened, Dan? Well, I assume he got pissed on. Yeah. I think a dog pissed on me. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. A dog. Okay. Yeah. That makes that's yeah. okay. And you don't care that a dog pissed on you. No, in fact, I'm still wearing the same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Slept in them too. Rolled around on the ground, asked someone to scratch my belly. Guys, I've been acting a lot different. <laughs> Stefan, this is what happens when you make us record at nine in the morning. I knew this was gonna happen. This is on purpose. Oh my yeah. God. Although uh, I guess Okay, if, if we were recording at eleven, he would still be wearing the piss clothes. Come on. Yeah, probably. I guess that's true. Yeah. Right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just wanted that update, Dan. So thank you for filling us in. This is yeah, the no true. This is the true. Because we talk a lot about this genre of tweet on the show. Yes. And this might be one of the most extreme examples of it I've ever seen. Okay. So this is just a tweet from some person named Maxine. They have like 15. Oh, wow. They have. Last time I checked, they had like 1,500 followers. Now they have 25,000 for some reason. Okay. Well, I guess it's because of this tweet, but literally the tweet is just, I'm such a let's take a picture type of person because I want to remember things forever. Okay. Can we, let's, can we go around me and Kelly and Dan, we're going to guess the numbers on this. Yeah. Guess the numbers. So yeah, it's literally, uh, I'm such a quote, let's take a picture type of person because I want to remember things forever. I fucking hate those posts so much, man. I'll say maybe Maxine gained so many followers because, you know, she's like a, you know, Seems like a nice looking lady. Sure. But, but I okay. I think Ooh, man. I'm gonna say oh boy. I'm gonna say two hundred and twenty thousand retweets, hundred and forty thousand faves. Kelly? I'm gonna say six, 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 six. Okay. The number of the beast. Dan? Uh I don't know. My guess is gonna be pretty close to Stefan's, but maybe less retweets. Let's say two hundred thousand likes and like 40,000 retweets. Okay, so Dan's instinct was a little right that Stefan is a little too high, but it's 121,000 retweets and 605,000 likes. Oh, my God. Good for her. For I'm such a let's take a picture type. And then then her pinned tweet. See, and I also think this. She just explained why you take pictures. This is a bot account because it only has 57 tweets. Well, so the thing is, it could be like, because they do like the, um, I forget, the tweet decking thing, right? Where... There's all these accounts that are like that, and they'll just share posts like that. And and then, so it, it manufactures going viral, basically. But the numbers on those are are so obscene. Like, I just don't... Yeah, like, the, the other one that that this account has had, and this is after the photo one. Yeah. The grow-together type of friendship, and then greater Come than signs. Come on, man. 20,000 retweets, 105,000 The likes. other big one going around this past week know, was... These uh, are quality posts. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to... You, you would like them and then unlike yeah, them and then like them again. Especially at a time where, where, where all of North America can use, or America can use this, uh, this... I don't want to call it a vibe, but just, you know, a certain level of... We need to be reminded of very basic things sometimes. The fundamentals of what photos and memory are and i just think you know we we need posters like this sometimes the other one uh, that was going around this week was uh a relationship where both of you are funny af 
Oh, that's a good one. And yeah. and it was just like like a million retweets or whatever. Yeah, but I uh, sent that one to Becca. Yeah, I was like, of course, oh, it's us. Yeah. Oh my god! But but I just love those posts where it's like the the other classic ones are like uh, uh, night water just hits different, you know, <laughs> or like uh, late night conversations just hit different on one of these, and it's like a plastic chair you sit on outside, like, <laughs> and they just get like it's like a five hundred thousand people being. Like, I've, yeah, I've, I've sat, sat on a chair before. Chairs. Oh my god. Yeah. That's that, me. That, that's in Casey Anthony in that chair. Yeah, that's a good chair to talk <laughs> we're, we're on. We're actually going to be we're going to be this talking about insane, her with, with Will Weldon later on. So <laughs> you are. De- I don't know is, how you're. You're just on the same wavelength. As this us. is insane. incredible. Very yeah. impressive. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. But uh, those I'm posts also are multi-talented, and I've been in several <laughs> movies. And have uh, various writing credits to my. No, I'm not Will Alden. I'm not Will Alden. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, none really, of those things. Really, just a uh, a wild time on Twitter. And you know what? Maybe I've said it before, but maybe I'll just become one of those people. We've tried it, right? Well, I did it. I I, the, I did go book, viral right? with the medieval book one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you end up with on that? It wasn't like it wasn't as big. it wasn't because well, it was about crazy. Books. Yeah, true. I think it was. It ended up at about like uh, I want to say fifteen hundred retweets and fifteen thousand likes. I mean, that's still pretty like good, that. you know, yeah, somewhere around that's there. That's not bad. But it was, yeah. I mean, it's just so stupid. But you never know. Maybe I'll just become that guy yeah. and I'll start selling dildos underneath my tweets. Yeah, and, and like the the galaxy lights, the galaxy lights, and, yeah. and you know, just it'll be a new little cottage industry. For you me. should just start a post with the galaxy light thing like just just tweet that immediately and see if that does see anything if that goes viral yeah. and then directly underneath is some incisive mind-blowing con- uh, content yeah you do, do the reverse relevant yeah touches on yeah. yeah do the do the galaxy light the script. and yeah. then be like holding hands in high school was nothing ever <laughs> felt better than that yeah <laughs> Yeah, good times. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of holding hands in high school, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see that post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. <clears throat> Kelly, the floor is yours. Hit it. I was blocked by uh, who a person who at one point was the NBA's all-time leader in blocks and and still might be. I, I was blocked by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> oh, wow. How fitting is that? An NBA writer blocked by a man who has an insane Swatted. number of blocks. Wow. Swatted. Okay. I, I've been followed by other tall centers with lots of blocks before the late Mark Eaton. Uh, Joe Smith, Len Elmore. I've been followed by other centers that love to block in real life, but Kareem, I had no interaction with him. I had one interaction with him that I tried back in the early, uh, when I first got on Twitter in 2009 and we were all very green and very cute. And I, 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 it was, I thought that all these posts had to be seen by everyone. So I asked him a question about jazz. Then I continued in my job as a NBA blogger for Yahoo, which every so often in the summer would some someone would come out and write something about how they had a difficult time with Kareem. And I'd write about it, invariably taking Kareem's side. But on one of these posts, at some point, he looked me up and, and saw my Irish jowls and said, forget this guy. And for every instinct and every bit of execution that followed that instinct, I, I can't blame the guy. Wow. Wow. Opening the floor to questions. No personal action. Never, never said anything bad about him, but just, I think it was just in a fit of. So 
no, no, I don't need this guy. No. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I mean, I Just respect, whatever. I respect Get a load that. Of this guy. I respect that from like super, super famous people who are just like, I'm just going to block anyone that even remotely annoys me. But yeah. can you give us a flavor of one of these articles? Like, do you know the one, the one in particular that was around the time when he blocked you or if not, just give us a general, like, cause yeah, I know that he's got a, you know, a bit of a reputation as being sort of maybe a prickly guy. What's the, he does, but in my, in my, in my job is what I thought was this trailblazing, uh, heart-wrenching liberal blogger trying to, to right the wrongs of all these eighties and nineties and seventies sports writers. I would couch that in every, well, say said he was moody, but he also had to deal with this and this. So it was all every bit of it. I, I I've had, I can find one indication of me complaining about the fact that he blocked me on Twitter in 2013, but everything before that, I don't know. He has a very short coaching career and he had to take on some project players that liked the game a lot less than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And those players would be on some radio show complaining about Kareem. And I'd go, then I'd write some, some blog post with a quote tweet about that. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to defend I'm a, I'm an inveterate smart aleck. I, I should be blocked from every form of social media. No one should listen to me at all. And and I represent everything that's wrong with sports writing. However, for the for the life of me, I cannot figure out what I wrote other than I can just I'm just guessing he was like, oh, no, he didn't get any of this right. No, get out of there. You know how it sometimes is maybe what he was. I went too hard on the person that wronged him or something like that. And, and maybe thought it took a cheap shot at the other player in Kareem's defense. That's, that's, I don't know, but it was, it wasn't anything on Twitter and I'm sure it was something on Yahoo's big fire hose of everyone. Look at this back when, when life was like that in 2010. Yeah. Wow. It I, is I, interesting. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, we, I would love to try and get you unblocked by Kareem. Cause he's, he seems like a reasonable guy. Yeah, I you think know, we could do it. And I, oh yeah. yeah, and I would encourage everyone to read his his books. Like I, yeah, I he's just a great I think the world of him, yeah. and and even more so now that he's blocked me. He has very he's very got, good he's politics as well. Taste, if I may know? say so, yeah, it is interesting too that like it wasn't because I, I get it when someone mouths you off on Twitter or whatever especially now, but even back then it was very easy. Like you just have the tweet in front of you. You just hit the block button and it's over. But for him to, you know, likely read an article, then go over to a completely different website and go through the whole rigmarole of blocking someone like that's to me, another level of, I wonder if he blocked uh, Yahoo sports as well. Oh, that's an interesting possibly yeah. or, or or the name of the blog. Yeah. Uh, it's it's you know th- th- that that you know that that image saves me in a way. It makes me look good, but it's to the best of my guesswork. It is it is what happened. It was a different time in 2010. We were all boomers in a way. We were all struggling with the mediums and. But yeah, the, I asked him this like three years before he blocked me. I asked him on Twitter if he liked a certain jazz fusion band. Like seriously, I was like, "Hey, Cream, I know you like regular jazz, but." He liked the, the other jest, and uh, that was it. He ignored that, didn't block me for years. I continued to follow him. I stopped following him at the same time that everyone stops following, like, you know, like when we stopped following Michael Ian Black, like around that yeah. time. And then, you know, when we just shed, you know, the first people. And then later on, I went to, to scope him out and was like, oh, my God, Cream blocked me. Boy, that's funny because he's a basketball player and he's tall and that's what they do. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we had Tom Hill did a literal 
basketball block on the show. As his block, yeah. As so, his block. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I got blocked in a rec basketball game. Yeah. So, I mean, bringing it around to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Very feels, nice. feels lovely. Feels right. Uh, this one, we've got a great listener block this week as well. And the listener block comes with some extra information about Mormon sodas. Oh, Remember okay. we were talking about yeah, them yeah, on right. the show, the dirty sodas yes. or whatever they call them? Uh, okay, so this is from John, not me, but uh, other John, J-O-N, a okay. J-O-N John. Okay. So, you know, quite a bit different. Uh, hi, Stefan, John, guest, and especially Dan. Wow. What's up? Hey. Sorry for the length of this one, but it's kind of complicated. Not sure if you all remember, but I'm the guy who had a previous listener block a few years ago for getting blocked by OJ Simpson for adding him to multiple group chats on Twitter. I do remember that. Very (laughs) Very good good bit. Yeah. A few months after that, I ended up getting blocked by my dad over a Jeopardy related dispute, which now this is right up my alley. (laughs) Okay. At the time, and this is another very good bit. At the time, neither me nor my parents knew that you could get all the answers to the current day's Jeopardy on J Archive. And since Jeopardy is syndicated, it airs at different times on different stations, depending on where you are. (laughs) Okay, I see where this is going already. (laughs) Since I live in a different state than my parents, Jeopardy aired two hours earlier for me than it did for them. I told my dad this, and he asked if I could give him the final Jeopardy answer ahead of time so that when they revealed the category for final Jeopardy, he could, quote, predict the answer before they even asked the question. (laughs) I did this for three days in a row, and each day my mom would call me to tell me my dad had somehow guessed (laughs) the answer to final Jeopardy before he even knew what the question was. After a few days, I got tired of letting him win, so I let my mom in on the secret, and I told her I would give her the correct answer for the next day, and I would give my dad a fake answer (laughs) that could plausibly be true for the final Jeopardy category. Later that night, I got a call from my mom who was laughing very hard, and my dad called me Judas and refused to speak to me. So I was effectively blocked by him for the next couple weeks because he was so upset that I betrayed him over Final Jeopardy that he wouldn't speak to me. Wow. That's incredible. Very, very good bit, John. Well well played. I love anybody who gets their parents playing playing off of each other. Yep. Off I'm, of each other. Yeah, yeah, that's key. And then here's the Mormon soda update. I remember y'all talked about the Mormon sodas on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I was recently in Salt Lake City visiting a friend, and we decided we had to try the Mormon sodas since we keep hearing about them. Despite the fact that the sizes are bonkers, apparently some people drink 64 ounces of Coke before 10 a.m. I have to say that the sodas are actually really good, despite me not wanting to enjoy them at all. When we went to one of the soda chains called Thirst Drinks... We realized that they had a menu item called Dr. McCreamy. So I had to look at a Mormon teenager, everyone that works there is a child, in the eyes and ask for a Dr. McCreamy. <laughs> it was the worst experience of my life, but I have to say the drink wasn't half bad. Keep up the good work, John. Wow. Okay. So there we go. That's the doctor. Dr. Yeah. McCreamy. Hey. Why not? Sounds this is, uh, I'll look at the, he, John gave us a link to the menu. Okay. I was going to say, I do want to know what's in the thirst, Dr. McCreamy. Thirstdrinks.com yeah. view menu. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, this is, oh, the mixers. Uh, Dr. McCreamy is Dr. Pe- kind of mayonnaise? <laughs> Dr. Pepper, raspberry puree, coconut cream. Wow. Okay. I can oh, see- that's, that sounds incredible. I that can, sounds. Yeah. I can see that working oh, for I sure. Mean, I guess they all Ooh. have that like cream creamer in it, right? right that's right, the right. thing that makes it go. I think so. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to try and find some. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. It's like a cola pina colada. Oh, what right. is this one, John? 
It's called Frat Star. Okay. Uh, Mountain mm. Dew Monster Energy Drink and choose a flavor of creamer. Oh, man. <laughs> Dan over there is like, hell yeah. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> sounds awful. It, it can be color. moved in the direction of a creamsicle sort of deal with the citrus. You can turn the Mountain Dew into some sort of, you know, uh, Sherbet, Sherbert, whatever they call it in Utah. Sort of. I don't know if they're allowed to have it there after 730 on Fridays. Oh. But, but. Yeah. And then they have one. It doesn't sound that bad to drink, but it's called spa water, which okay. I don't. What was that cucumber? No, it's uh, water, fresh mint, mixed berries, fresh lemon, and fresh lime. Yeah, I mean, that sounds fine. They have, yeah, because these are, I guess, like for the healthy, like people who are trying to quit maybe the sodas because so they funny. have H2O mixers where water is the base instead of pop. Oh, my God. So that you get the whole. Yeah. Um. Let me see what else. Yeah, there's nothing else. Oh, that's kind of. Uh. <laughs> They have one called Hey You Guys. Okay. M- Minute Maid Lemonade, Blue Curacao, and Peach. Oh, that's going to be too sweet, I think. Too sweet. Yeah. Well, isn't, I thought Blue Curacao was a liquor. All the things you hate from a from a ridiculous drink you paid $12 for yeah. Yeah. at some form of festival. <laughs> oh, God. The classic is Coke, Coconut, Vanilla, and Half and Half. Oh, man. Okay. All right. That's enough. We're done here. I uh, no, I'm still with them. Absolutely. Oh, really? Half and half. Oh, half cow. Be, it's going to be so cow, whatever. It's Let's thick, do it. Though. Let's I don't do it, Utah. Thick Coke? Ugh. Yeah, not for me. Ugh. Not for me. Uh, anyway, John, thank you for sending in that listener block. If you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. If you want to send us a gibbets, we still have the gibbets challenge going on through the end of the summer. We got to shout out Hillary and Chris Gaines both sent us some very nice gibbets. We've got uh, a corn cob from Hillary and we got Dwayne the croc Johnson from Chris. Gaines. That one is so good. We revealed them on the, uh, the live show this past week, which if you are a patron to the show, you can see. Uh, if you head on over to patreon.com slash block party, $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month, including this past Friday. We went live with Minion Death Cult. We reviewed uh, the Canadian version of Cameo Memo, and uh, it was a wild ride. The VOD for that will be up this week. We will also have the aforementioned episode with Will Weldon up this week. Stefan is going to be talking about his, uh, his experience getting blocked by KFC. That's right. Uh, so that'll be a good one coming out this week. Uh, what else can I tell you? I was going to plug the live show here, but, uh, we sold it. We sold it out. We sold out the live show. We may have some single tickets. 30 hours. You guys are crazy. Thank you so much for helping us sell that out. Uh, yeah, we will probably have a couple single tickets available for the shows a couple weeks before the show. So stay tuned uh, for details on that. Uh, coming up in in September at some point, but yeah, we're looking forward to seeing everybody at uh, the Nest on Granville Island in yeah. September. And October. I know a lot of people have booked their flights up already. Uh, yeah, so a lot of people are flying and driving. A lot in. of people are coming. It's, yeah, and I think it's going to be majority people from out of town in the audience. Yeah, it's going to be, be uh, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you can do so at Block Party Pod. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Kelly, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to finish the show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois. Uno, 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 mustard. Three. Socks. Two. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. What do you have for us, please? No solos, no songs. I want to hear your top three guitar tones of all time. Oh. Oh. Guitar tones. Uh, Jack Johnson, banana pants. My number three, to make you feel it. I like Steve Cropper, 
the Memphis sound telecaster going through a little Harvard amplifier. No pedals, just vibes. Otis Redding sound, the Booker T and the MG sound. That's my number three. No, Who you got? No pedals, wow. just vibes. I gotta think this through here. Yeah, you're not a big music I'm not guy. Not a big music guy. I this, mean this might be a struggle for you. I will say any um any sort of like the the crunchy guitar sound on any any pop song is always very pop. nice to me. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um it's just our, our it, friend Steve Sladkowski. Yeah. It's just a lot of it's just a lot of fun. It's always it always uh brings the vibe up. It always cheers me up to hear. So um I'm not sure which song in in particular necessarily, sure. but but it just. And are you going to name like the guitar in the amp like Kelly did? I believe or? he usually uh, uses a Telecaster <laughs> as well. Is that true, Dan? I think he's a Telecaster. Okay, thank guy. you. Dan's going to answer all these for me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh oh, yeah. This is real. This is great. I'm going to go with uh, number three, one of my fave bands. I'm going to go with uh, Y Oak, uh, Jen Wasner, guitar genius, uh, phenomenal player. Excellent. Uh, I don't know that she is a uh, Telecaster. I, I think she might actually rock a Rickenbacker a lot of the time, uh, but she's a great player, great tone. Some of her like very fuzzy guitar solos I love. And uh, yeah, definitely one of my favorite guitar tones. Jen Wozner, number three. You're number two, Kelly. Beautiful. Uh, I, I enjoy Walter Becker, Malibu, 76, 77, Knock off a uh, 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 child's uh, uh, student model fender straight into the recording board. No pedals, just vibes. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, no pedals, just vibes, Stefan. I just don't, I, yeah, I don't know like the guitar type, but you know what? You know what's like a really good tone to me is, uh, uh, and I've been listening to them again recently. Uh, is Helicopter by Block Party. Oh, that yeah. opening, oh. That opening guitar. Dan's, I think Dan's going to look that up for me. Yeah, I think I'm assuming that's a Fender amp. Okay. I don't know what kind of But it sounds, it just sounds great. And it's, uh, it also brings me back because I feel like that was in one of the FIFA games too. Oh yeah, it was. Um, that scans. And uh, it's just, uh, it is just a very pleasant tone and it's a great song too. John? <sighs> I mean, I got a lot. I mean, there's just a lot that I could that I could do here. I'm I'm actually gonna be a little bit of a I'm gonna be a little bit of a suck here. Okay. When I was in my early twenties, I was in a band. Yeah. Uh, and we were called Shukov, which is a bad band name, but I didn't name it. Uh, with my friend Lee, who you guys have both met. Yes. Uh, great guy. Great guy. Yeah. One of my groomsmen at my wedding, and uh, he built his own guitar. And uh, played it through a Fender Bandmaster, and uh, I always thought Ow. that, uh, and like a, it was like a '70s. He'll be he'll be mad that I don't know the exact year, but he was like the type of guy where even though we were really only playing on like a local band level, you know, we'd play shows to anywhere from five to maybe like a hundred people at absolute max. Yeah, we could not do a show without some nerd coming up to Lee and being like, what's your guitar? Why, and what are you even playing? What are you doing? <laughs> and he had like a, he had a, a, a crazy pedal board as well. And yeah, I just always thought his guitar tone was really awesome. And I think that, uh, I think our band should have been bigger than we were yeah. not because of me. I'm like a very average drummer because but, of Lee, but because of Lee, yeah. yeah. Good singer, amazing guitar tone. And yeah, he built his own fucking guitar and it sounded great. So that's my number two. Kelly, Kelly number, one. number one. Your number one must be amazing. Uh, but my <laughs> number one guy also built, built his own guitar. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Brian Harold May from Queen. Uh, one pedal, all vibes, crazy hair, right into a Vox AC30. Built his own guitar with his dad. Still uses it to this day on everything. 
That's number one. Love it. Great call. I also learned this week he has his own forest. I saw that. Oh, yeah. I saw that meme. It's called Maze Wood. There was like uh, this, like there's like this strip of land in England. Well, not strip. It was like 130 acres or something. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, apparently they were going to turn it into some kind of, um, you know, developing houses and shit or whatever. And so he just bought it and planted a shit ton of trees and flowers and stuff on it. And it's called maize wood. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty unreal. So, um, okay. I actually looked up the guitar for this one. Okay. Uh, Proud of you. my, my number one is, uh. is John Prine. Okay. Uh, love, love his guitar. I've, I've looked it up. It's a 1960s, uh, Martin D 28 acoustic guitar. Sure. Uh, Beautiful. and it just sounds, I mean, I just, I'd love John Prine. I've, I, he's just, I mean, just wonderful. Just love a it. wonderful musician. Well, look, you know, you can take the boy out of new metal, but you can't take the oh, new boy. metal out of the boy. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> My number one is Steph Carpenter from the Deftones. <laughs> Uh, incredible <laughs> seven string ESP. I think he's up to eight now. Is he up to <laughs> eight? Nine. Is he up to eight? I don't give a shit. This guy, be quiet and drive. Are you kidding me? The guitar tone on that track is unbelievable. Um, he is just yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's not a he's not a good guy. Um, you know, he's 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 really in he's really on an anti vax thing right now. The wood. Yeah, he's not a good fella. Didn't build his own guitar. We certainly wouldn't know how. Uh, but yeah, he is just a, uh, I just, yeah, the Deftones guitar tone to me is just everything I love in, in music. And maybe that makes me wrong, but if I'm wrong, I don't want to be right. That's my number one, Steph Carpenter. Great. Great top that three. was a very good top three. Yes. I think, I think you had, I think Kelly had it more nailed than both of I us. I think maybe, but, that's uh, fair to say. yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good for us. Yep. Uh, Kelly, we're here at the end of the show. Before we go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, yeah, please subscribe to my uh, 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 newsletter. It's uh, just Google Kelly Dwyer MBA, and uh, it's called The Second Arrangement. Five bucks gets you a bunch of goofball MBA. Basically, we write about what's going on in the NBA, and then we kind of give up because we've said all that we can say, so we just start to talk about like the time Latrell Sprewell punched and broke his hand, and the, he punched a yacht, basically. He punched a yacht. Uh, so we talk a lot about stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, Second Arrangement. Uh, a lot of basketball fun stuff and uh, hop on five bucks a month. There you go. Beautiful. And people can follow you on Twitter at KD on hoops. Is it? Yes. Yes. Perfect. There you go. Wonderful. So give Kelly a follow. Uh, I, I love following him on Twitter because I'm not, I'm not a big basketball guy, but I feel like I follow just a couple of the right people yeah, that keeps me exactly. in the loop. Kelly's uh, one of them. And Kelly is one of those people. Yeah. So give Kelly a follow and uh, subscribe to his newsletter. As for us, you can subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And we'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.